0: I'm Chris and I'm Dom and And we got Got next. Next. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the we got next podcast. Um, When you're hearing this, I won't actually be here. We're filming this early so we can still make sure we get that content out to you on time. Uh, And This week, We just want to talk about the year in gaming that was 2015. Um, There's not really anything else that's going to be released for the rest of the year. Everything else is um, basically being pushed to 2016 to give everybody some more time in order to uh, make sure that everything goes smoothly for the next year, uh, at least the start. Um, And a lot has happened this year not only with the video games that have been released but I mean there's just been a lot with the video game culture that's changed this year yeah and I mean you can go all the way back to January and there was still and there was major events taking place I mean uh, Sega um creators of Sonic and Mega Man maybe I don't remember if Sega did a Man or not. Oh, yeah, Capcom. Um, but they continue to, to reduce uh, their Western businesses uh, so they can focus on that digital content, uh, which is just kind of a sign of how games are moving, uh, picking up physical copies of games. I don't think it's ever going to go away. I think it will eventually. <laughs> But I, I, I think that there'll always be a market for the physical copy. Um, I just think that it is going to reduce quite a bit. It's not going to be as awesome, you know, to have the physical disc and be like, "Nah, man, this is this is my game." You know what I mean? Well, I feel
1: like it's gonna go away just because. We're already getting to that point now. I mean, Xbox tried to force it on us with uh, DRM, where you had to download all your games. PlayStation's kind of doing it. Like, if you don't have a disc and you download a game and you don't, if you're not on Wi-Fi, even if you're on your account, it has to be your main PlayStation or else you can't play it. I mean, we're kind of moving towards that. And I can see, like, maybe not next year, maybe not 2017, but in a few years, a lot of games will be digital. So all you got to do is take it, to you know GameStop and they have Wi-Fi. you plug in your playstation and they download it for you I can see that and I mean cause I mean the gaming companies already are upset at GameStop and the mom and pop shops that you know take the games and resell them because they're not making profit off of that yeah they wanna make you buy the game I mean it is a business yeah so I mean I can see it moving that way where it's like okay we're gonna make sure you buy it you can go into these stores. You can go into Walmart. You can go into GameStop, Game, uh, wherever you have a child, like not house, your town, city, state. Go and take your PlayStation, take your Xbox, <clears throat> plug it in, download the game there. You pay them a small fee, and you're paying for the game basically. Yeah,
0: I can see that. Um, I just think that if the video game culture did just get completely away from discs. Like, I am a hardcore Borderlands fan. There's not a lot of trivia about Borderlands that I don't know. And I'm still praying for Borderlands 3, you know. Uh, But I still enjoy having the discs. I still enjoy having the physical copies of the game more than... I mean, I've had the ability to just buy Borderlands Handsome Collection uh, digitally, but having that physical copy... Yeah, it's like that satisfaction. and going Yeah. In the line of just, I know what you're saying.
1: I mean, they can keep it around, but I just know that maybe not all gaming companies are evil like this but they are companies they are businesses yeah and it's been a big thing that they've had a problem with like you know the game trading industry for so long and when Xbox actually tried to you know do something about it and say hey we're gonna make our money yeah GameStop had a problem with it a lot of people had a problem with this because of like we're still at this point where there's a good majority of gamers who don't have internet yeah to just do it and it becomes a hassle for them yeah but I can see them slowly working it in. Right now they're slowly working it in and eventually it's gonna become more and more prevalent where it's like, Okay, you gotta download even now you buy a game and you install it on your system before you can't it used to be you just put the game and you play Yeah. Now you have to install it on your system first. Normally if you have internet the first thing you do after you install the game, you get an update. Yeah. It's gonna become like to a point where you have to
0: do all this stuff before you can even play the game. I definitely see that happening. Yeah, I mean, I do feel bad for the people that don't have internet, that you know, live out in places that just won't do it. But I definitely do see it becoming something that that is mandatory. Oh, you want to play video games? Well, then you have to have internet. It's kind of like, like computer gaming. It used to be super
1: simple, you know, you didn't have to have all the hardware that you need now. Like, now you need this, like, you don't necessarily need, like, the best gaming computer, but you need, like, a strong gaming computer. People custom build these things, build, spend, like, $1,000, $2,000 on these things, you know, just to play a game. Yeah. And, you know, before you could just use your Mac. Yeah. Could just use this computer. Use your grandma's computer to play this game. It's super simple. Now it's, you know, high resolution. You're playing, streaming online with, like, you know, 10 other people playing Counter Strike.
0: Yeah. So I can. Mean, they just going to start pushing us towards that, you know, <clears> throat> higher throat> end game. Another thing, and like I said, man. We'll we we'll, we'll cover you know favorite video games of the year and stuff like that, but a lot happened this year. Um, the Game Critic joystick um, in February they got shut down by AOL um, because I don't I don't want to I don't want to say you know the wrong thing in my opinion it was joystick was becoming bigger than AOL joystick you know had their own sponsors joystick had all this you know free reign and they didn't really take that much money when it came to like making a making a a better review you know what i mean how there's some places that oh i'll give you or you know you come play the game here at our studio and all this other stuff and the experience gets the rating yeah up and then and Joystick from what I remember didn't really do that so I could definitely see like there being some sort of a thing where they weren't getting as much numbers as IGN but daily hits Joystick was probably shattered AOL. You know? I can't remember the last time I typed in AOL.com. Bro. I, I'm
1: like, when you said they're bigger than AOL, I'm like, we're bigger than AOL at this point. Like, yeah. I mean, you're still using that. We're just not
0: owned by AOL. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: we're, if we're like, going to be
0: honest about it. But, um, they're. There was, I know that that was a huge thing, because it kind of seemed like they were silencing, silencing you know, a major critic that was being forced to shut down over something that had nothing to do with the video game industry <clears throat> at all. Yeah. Um, I feel like this year.
1: This, like, what's been added to games like, the, the, the type of games that have been released this year are different than last year in my opinion I feel like this year it's all about the narrative the game narrative where it's like Until Dawn, you had Tales from the Borderland Witcher, Fallout Metal Gear Solid, you had some very very like strong story based games, Bloodborne was one of them too where it's like It's super story driven. Last year didn't seem like that. It was mostly like it was literally the year of like Call of Duty and sports games, fighting games. Mortal Kombat X came out. It actually came out beginning of this year, didn't it? Like February. Yeah, it was like February March when Mortal Kombat X came out actually. So yeah, but um, I feel like just that and like the narrative story became very prevalent towards the end of the year. And just throughout this year in general. And also, I feel like the year of like microtransactions... Like this year? Yeah, like I mean, it's always been there. But I feel like this year, it's been ridiculous. I'll say that more game companies... I mean, it really came to a head with Destiny. When the Taken King DLC... And it just like... It kind of shocked people. Yeah. With how blatantly... I don't know. It seemed like a money grab. It's like a straight money grab, in my
0: opinion. See, I haven't haven't played The Taken King yet. Um, I bought Destiny when it first dropped. Thought it was going to be, you know, everything that it was hyped up to be. The game came out extremely weak. So I sold my copy back before any of the DLC dropped. Because I was just really upset. I didn't want to keep playing this game. That I had beat solo. With no problem. You know. Uh, Everybody else you know rolling in teams. And all this other stuff. Talking about oh dude it took me like five hours to beat this. Or um, you know it took me a long ass time to do this. And I was like oh. I just kind of walked through that shit. Um but in speaking of the Borderlands like I did earlier, two huge things happened with um the creation of Borderlands. You had two K Australia, which is the developer. Um uh, they were shut down uh by Take Two Interactive, as well as Matthew Armstrong, the creator of the Borderlands series, left Um, Gearbox software um which I mean at least for me definitely kills a lot of the hope for Borderlands 3 but I could definitely see uh, the creator as well as the team of 2K Australia getting together on their own yeah um they know if they put out Borderlands three, it's flying off the shelves. Um, with the way that Borderlands two ended, it ended in a way that I'm satisfied with. But as a fan of the series, I also don't want to see it stop. Um, yeah, they, they definitely haven't reached that point yet. Like you know,
1: some games you're like, they need to stop right here. Yeah, <clears throat> they should. They're just like you know, chugging out this bullshit. Borderlands, I mean, I, w- I watched you play the end of Borderlands too. I didn't get to see you watch play uh the pre sequel. Pre sequel. Pre sequel. I didn't watch that at all. I did play Tales from the <coughs> Borderlands a lot too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like this Borderlands two the way it ended, it leaves a door open to go a lot of different directions in <clears throat> a very strong story with the you know a lot of very interesting characters, it's an interesting universe. And yeah. It's just, like a really good story that you just don't want to see him like that you know? yeah <clears throat> and it might take a couple
0: of years I don't think they're gonna get back together though and like the pre-sequel um when I first was reading about it and whatnot I was like okay well this could be a little bit like God of War Ascension it could be a part of the story that nobody's really gonna ask about but as I was playing it it wasn't just like filler story it like completely changes the second game. It makes, it really does change your opinion on almost all of the characters uh, in the game. Just because, I mean, the pre-sequel is uh, Handsome Jack's, you know, story of of You know, how he rose to power and how he became the character that he was in Borderlands 2. And with just some of the actions of Vault Hunters and whatnot, it really does change Borderlands 2 a lot. Enough to where I played the pre-sequel. And then I went back and replayed Borderlands 2 knowing all this new stuff and it really did, I really didn't it changed it. It didn't like ruin Borderlands 2 by any means. It just enhanced it. Yeah, it, it really enhanced it. Um, but along with you know those guys leaving um, Chris Avalon I'm sure I just got that wrong. Uh, Who's a co-founder of Obsidian. Mm -hmm. Uh, He left the company. A lot of people left um, as well as um, you had um, the Arc System Works purchasing the rights to develop video games for the Double Dragon that we talked about in the last podcast the uh, River City Ransom and Super Dodgeball series so all of those could see um, this newer gen upgrade here maybe in the next year you know Um, maybe if it's not 2016 maybe 2017 but I'm sure if Double Dragon was to come back out a lot of people would go get that yeah,
1: I just see it being one along the lines of like how they did NBA Jam. Like they re- re-released the game, basically added in new care, like new players, obviously. But it still wasn't. It was just like one of those filler games. That is a good term. It wasn't real. Let's say like a brand new game where it like changed a whole bunch of stuff and. It's so dynamically different that it's like its own game standing on its own, but it carries a name on. It's more like alright, this is the NBA Jam for now. So now you have these yeah. current day players. It's the same function. So I'm pretty sure Double Dragon would probably be the same way. It'd be like, you know, updated graphics probably wouldn't be like that super high res if they are you know if they were to release in the next couple of years. They probably couldn't do too much in that short amount of time.
0: Yeah. But I
1: still think it'd be fun. It'd be I think cool.
0: I think it'd be good if they just put something out get that Double Dragon name back out in people's minds. And then you know, really push the graphics and make like a second one under this new company. Because, I mean, if you look at the first Mortal Kombat that came out for... What was that? Mortal Kombat 9? It really wasn't that graphically dope. I mean, it was alright. But then with Mortal Kombat X...
1: Well, I mean, Mortal Kombat X and Mortal Kombat 9, like, MK9 was... If you want to compare it to the predecessors, was way better graphically. Oh yeah, it was way it was functionally better. Like it played better itself. Like they adopted the system they have for they're probably gonna have for next you know twenty Mortal Kombat's they're gonna release because it's just like it works. You know you have your X rays, yeah, and just how player not the players the people move and flow how they fight how the dynamic. Maps are, it just it works. Oh yeah. Speaking and like MKX is just like it's next gen. So I mean they
0: can only push it. Sky's the limit, you know. Yeah. Um, I believe it was the first 2015. Also marked the first time we ever had MineCon. Um, Minecraft got its own convention. If I remember correctly, this is the first one. It's one. It's you know, one of the first. If it isn't the first, um, which is really cool. I mean, I personally don't play um, Minecraft, but I will say that I am glad, um, really glad that you know games that do have a huge following are starting to get their own attention, you know? And, w- and if it is something that you like, if you are a Minecraft player and you go to MineCon, you know everybody there. It's not like it's not like E3 where everybody's a gamer. No, Now you know everybody here plays Minecraft. Everybody here, you know, is invested in that game and that brings a different sense of community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, the biggest thing, well, let me not say the biggest. One of my favorite things, um, away from video games, but still in this video game community we're talking about right now, was the, uh, Project Morpheus renamed PlayStation VR, um, being announced, uh, in September. Um, and I love that. I cannot wait. I want to see exactly what is going to be available um, from the jump. I want to know what games it's going to include. Is it going to include sports games? Is it just going to be shooters? Like, there's so much they can do with it. And I'm really excited to see that stuff. See, I think it's gonna suck at first. I think I think it's gonna have
1: like a couple games that's gonna like you know come with, and obviously they're not gonna be the best because it's like the first of this like you know virtual reality genre that they're creating on the PlayStation that's eventually gonna be on the Xbox. You know, but at the same time, I feel like because it's the first, and because a lot of other companies. It takes the other companies buying into that for it to really take off. Like if Grand Theft Auto Fives and they released their first person mode, <clears throat> if they really bought into it and they, you know, adapted the first person mode for the virtual reality helmet, think about how much farther ahead that would push that, you know, thing. People would want to buy it. Yeah. It would give you like this other game that you know you like know you're gonna love, you could play it, you know, Fallout. You know, you can... They push the virtual reality side of it for first-person mode. You're like, oh, man, I love Fallout. Now I can play it in this virtual reality helmet. Yeah. It's going to make everything seem more real. Surround sound, headset and everything. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy this virtual reality helmet. It's going to be so dope. Instead of it being like, oh, yeah, you can play this horror game that you probably never played before. It could be crappy. It could be good.
0: Yeah. Uh that's really that's when it comes like the event of gaming in 2015 um i don't want to leave out console releases um the new 3ds which is funny because that is the literal name for it it's not you know 3ds xl it's oh no i have the new 3ds um as well as the steam machine those were both released in 2015 Uh, with the new 3DS you do have that amiibo kind of like availability saved into um, saved into the console or yeah into your console you can use it immediately (coughs) Uh, and then games man that's that's going to be the bigger part of this because that's what we experience the most of. I mean, in January, Saints Row 4, Saints Row got out of hell. Um, that, to me, Saints Row, um, Chris put me on to Saints Row. Uh, I think you showed me Saints Row 3. Um, but... Man, this Saints Row stuff
1: is funny. I mean, it it's funny when you look back at Saints Row. It came out around the same time as um, like Grand Theft Auto what four? That that's, Saints Row three did, yeah. Yeah, like it came out slightly before that, and it was it was around the same time as Grand Theft Auto was coming out, and yeah. like it was along the same line. It was like very serious, like you're a gangster, you're you know trying to run this city, you're fighting these rival gangs, and I feel like the company realized they could not compete with Grand Theft Auto and the following they have because that, that's all the preparations they got. Yeah. So they went totally left with it. And then Saints Row 3, the third? Yeah. They totally went left, you're like, running off of walls, like, drop kicking people, and using crazy weapons, you're beating out people with fucking dildos and shit like that. It's just ridiculous, and I think that's what makes it so fun. You need, like, spoof fun games like that. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, Also, uh, in January was Dying Light. Um, That was was a lot of fun for me personally. Um, I thought there was a few things that could have been changed, but it was nothing huge. That I was gonna freak out about. Um, Game of Thrones. I uh, got some extensions um, into their, What do you want to call it? There. Um, the Telltale series. Yeah, the Telltale yeah. series got you know a few more episodes. Um, Evolve, which was garbage, came out in February. Evolve's uh, not
1: garbage, man. You can't. I feel like that's Turtle Rock's first foray into this newer landscape of video games, and to give them the benefit of the doubt, they should not have priced it what they did. I don't think they priced it though, per se. Like they were just like, yeah, it's got to be sixty dollars. Yeah. But I feel like what they did as a game, it was like different. It was. It was different. It, it was like I mean, they, they're people that made Left for Dead. Yeah. So, like, that game itself was so different from at the time. And it's just fun to play with, you know, like, three other friends and go hunt this random guy or be the monster. I feel like it's just the way it was priced and the way it was sold. I feel like the game was not done. Yeah. And it was kind of forced out, like, okay, you got to get this shit out of here. You'll give them DLC. It's like, again, it's like the year of the microtransactions, DLC, and shit like that, where it's like, okay, we're going to force this game out to meet this deadline. So we don't disappoint anybody. Because we weren't done at that time. And we'll just keep on giving you guys DLC. Yeah. And try to cover our asses. Yeah
0: I agree with that. Um, Dead or a 5. Dead or or Alive 5. Last round. So basically. Um. The. Game of the year edition. Um. So all the characters. All the costumes. Um everything when it comes to Dead or Alive 5. Um, oh, God. Sorry. Um, Limbo came out this year. Uh, the black and white game uh, side-scroller. Side-scrolling puzzle adventure game. Yes. Platformer. It was pretty good. It was
1: actually on a PlayStation 3 too. Yep. They just, like, re it, and
0: replace it before. It was, it was a really good game. Um, I remember going onto YouTube and trying to watch footage of it before I was going to play it. And then watched... I wish I could remember the YouTuber's name. Uh, watched a 15-year-old YouTuber also. Let me please preface his age. Say some things that I have never heard a 15-year-old say. Uh, because he died a lot and if you're gonna play um, if you're gonna play Limbo you're gonna die yeah Um, and it's I wouldn't say that it's not for children but I would say that if your child has a short temper no um, and then everybody's favorite computer game to make a theory about, Five Nights at Freddy's 3, um, was released early March. It was actually released a few weeks early, if I remember correct. Um, and that has caused another like 10,000 videos on YouTube. They actually um figured out what it is, like Oh, somebody Yeah, the game
1: theorist actually did. Well No, he got he got proved wrong. What do you mean? He talked to the guy. Oh yeah, that's true. The guy that's like true. messaged him and was like leaving cryptic clues and he like has this theory now that I mean he is assuming is right, it's still a theory, obviously, it's still a idea. But it makes so much sense as it's being presented and for the guy to drop hints, the guy who created Five Nights at Freddy to drop hints and allude to this situation. Yeah. It kind of like open and shut
0: case. Yeah. But at the same time he could just be trolling the hell out of us and we just be looking dumb. Um in February, yeah, Mario or not February. Uh March, I believe we're at now. Yeah, March. Uh Mario Party ten. Uh, which was the first Mario Party for the Wii U? Let you use um, that game pad. Whoever had the game pad got to be Bowser. Um, also, they won every time. It's really hard to lose as Bowser. Um, also, the Handsome Jack or Handsome Collection for Borderlands um, was released. Um, Slender, the arrival. Uh, so Slenderman made his PS4 debut this year, um, ooh, Oddworld, new and tasty, made its, made its jumps, um, I remember playing that a little bit, uh, I didn't play it too much, <clears throat> I probably should have played it a little bit more than what I actually did, uh, cause that was a lot of fun, um. God, my chest hurts. Uh, but like we've already talked about, Mortal Kombat X was this year. That was in April. It was April. Okay. Uh, I think it was around my birthday. Some point. Yeah, that was in April. That I need to go pick it up again because I need Combat Pack Two. Uh, I want to play with those characters. Uh, I think the most interesting character out of them. The more I think is about face it, it's
1: gonna be Leatherface. Like I feel like he's gonna be like either the best or the worst character because there's no, there's no way around it. Like he's such a left field person. Like it's fucking Leatherface. So he uses a chainsaw, obviously. What are his three variations gonna be? Yeah, his fatality is gonna be good. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like dank, and his brutality is gonna be good too. But just how he controls, how he looks when he runs. Like, all that stuff, I want to see it. And I feel like he's going to be, if not the best character, easily just the worst character inside the game. Yeah. It's one or the other. It's not in between. Because, I mean, Jason, he was just like, man. Yeah. You know, and, he, and people really love Jason. And people are really going to love, you know, the alien, because it's alien. People are going to love the tribe works. They love the cyborgs. And Bo-Rai Cho has this, like following that people like love him and there's like a huge following people just like don't like him oh yeah I'm gonna play with Bo Wright and like Leatherface is just there yeah I almost felt like he was like a placeholder and I'm hoping that they're just like site got you it's actually like on April Fool's so, like April Fool's is Spawn or something like yeah that, like, somebody else we like really would want to see in a game but
0: I, I mean I'm cool Leatherface uh, Assassin's Creed tried to take all of our money you had Assassin's Creed Chronicles China and if you didn't hear about it, neither did I until I'm looking at the games released this year. Yeah,
1: that's the one I was t- telling you uh, about. I was like that was like the only one that was like in the you know Yeah Far East. They had like one that was like in Russia. Yeah. Or like one that was like in Persia or two or something like that. And it was like these are all games that should have got like a mainstream big console release. These are all stories and narratives and places that we want to play in. But That's then we get Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and it's like, okay, we're tired of, like, the Western world. Yeah. Take us
0: back to, like, the Middle the East, the Far East. That'd be really nice. Um, uh, so, this game was released technically in 2014, but then it was able to be played on the PS Vita in 2015, and that is Octodad. Dadliest catch, and if you guys do have a PlayStation 4 or possibly even a PlayStation 3, get three of your friends, everybody get drunk, and try to control this octopus. Um, It's a lot of fun drunk, sober. um, It's
1: still fun, it's still fun. I mean, it's fun sober, it's fun drunk, it's just fun in general. And like, it's, I feel like it's a game that's good for, like, one really strong playthrough, like a yeah. push-through, and then, like, the rest of the times you end up playing it, it's more or less for, like, not, like, shock value, but to be, like, alright, man, can you beat this game? Yeah. Like, it's, I have this game and want you to play. Okay, try to play this.
0: Exactly. Um, Ultra Street Fighter 4 was released. Uh, Badland Game of the Year Edition. Um, Splatoon, winner of Best shooter of the year. Um, Again, I haven't really been able to play it um, mainly because it just doesn't really hit me right because I don't want to use that Wii pad like that. I mean, the dynamics of it were pretty cool. Like, you
1: shoot this like ink paint stuff out of this pack you have on your back and shooting it, and then you can like dive into the ink paint to get to certain areas. It's like that itself seemed pretty cool, but I don't know. I haven't played the full game, so I don't know exactly how much
0: far they take that. True. Uh, you had Payday 2, the Crime Wave Edition. Uh, it's ported to the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, Planet Side 2, which was a free game. Uh, I played that actually a lot. Um, so basically. You choose one of three nations, basically. And it's a never-ending war. Um, Because there's always somebody on that server, so they never shut the server off. It's not like, we're going to play this game of domination. It's like, no, we're going to literally see if one army can literally take over the entire planet on this server. If it does, I don't know. Because I don't think that can ever happen. You know? I didn't run into enough people. I got on one that was full. Yeah. And uh, that was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you had Geometry Wars 3. Uh, I actually really like the Geometry Wars series. Uh, really simple game that has irritated so many people um, and then in July you had rocket League that like we were talking about it it's not that I don't like it it's not that I don't think that it should have won I just felt like it was a really strong year for like the traditional sports games I am glad to see that it won um, and I think that this is gonna open the door to some some new new ideas actually You know being accepted by game companies with games like Splatoon games like Rocket League winning awards against you know made franchises that's big and it could lead to what gamers have been saying that they want for a really long time which is innovation you know they want something new uh, and maybe with this winning maybe we'll start to get some new IPs. maybe we'll start to get some new uh out of the box ideas when it comes to video games uh i i think that that's definitely something that we need um, I mean I would really like some some weird games that I can give a shot uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 4 hey this was just a year of Five Nights too. It was gaining traction at the end of last year but now like just saying Five Nights you know what it is Or even just FNAF. And people go, oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, it's its own. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's taken off. Especially with how many YouTubers are getting caught up in it. Um, It's definitely something that is showing, you know. Hey, it's just like me and three other dudes making this. And we're killing it on Steam. Uh, You had Xbox One releasing the Rare Replay disc. 30 games that were classics. You had Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-2-Zooie. A bunch of just classic games that a lot of people will remember playing. Goat Simulator came out. Uh, The only reason I'm saying that is because last time I was at work, I was asked for that game three times. Um, If you need to know what Goat Simulator is about, you simulate the life of a goat. I mean, he do some weird stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, You had the mobile game Fallout Shelter. Uh, being released before Fallout 4, where you just kind of build up a shelter, and it definitely garnered a lot of attention when it came to Fallout. Like, it really helped everybody get back in that mindset of, I'm about to go back and play Fallout. Because it has been a while, since New Vegas, and since 3. Um, And that's, I guess that's, Something I do want to ask you, do you think games that do take a long hiatus are going to make, like, a little mobile game, you know, no. four or five months ahead of time? No, I mean,
1: Fallout had enough traction to do without it. I mean, Mortal Kombat didn't need it. I'm pretty sure that Grand Theft is not going to need it. Yeah. I feel like your content within your game, as far as that stretches, is as far as, you know, you really need to go with it. I mean, Fallout, it has a huge following. People love to play it. People go back and play it. Skyrim's the same way. Like, the Dark Souls, Demon Souls games are the same way. So, they can, like... Demon Souls and Dark Souls, they're releasing them kind of back-to-back now. They're starting to speed up their release of them. But, I mean, think about a game like Grand Theft Auto V. They've just been releasing content. I mean, they just now having the uh, executives and other gangsters yep. coming out now, which they're adding to it. And it's just... So... I, if-
0: if people on PlayStation 4, what if, if I you do guys them? comment on here and say that you guys would like us to start a We Got Next gang on GTA, on 5. GTA 5, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll put in time. I want to play with you guys. That's what we're doing this for, man. We're trying to reach out to the community. Not just so our voices are heard, but we want to have you guys commenting on there, letting us know what you guys think. You know, let's have this be a truly open discussion. Uh, but if you guys do want to uh, join us on Grand Theft Auto V and you show some interest in having one of us be the executive and, and doing this, the doll's trying to say, if you want to work for him, <laughs> hit him up. I, I mean, I, I've already got the money that I need. Uh, so, if you guys want to make some money on Grand Theft Auto Five, let me know. We will start one. Uh, I've been trying to get Chris to get on it for a while. I, and I keep telling him that I will get him the money to get whatever he
1: wants. See, I'm just, like, biding my time. And I feel like I'm doing a smart thing here, is because... I'm going to kind of wait until slightly before they really start announcing shit for the next Grand Theft Auto, because they're still releasing content, and, I mean, they added Lowriders in a few months ago. Yep, that one they, um, Those are expensive. Executives and other games, they're adding that in. They're adding in the free mode challenges Yeah. before the Lowriders. They're adding stuff in slowly, and I'm, like, waiting until I can get the game with all this content online. And I have the story mode, which I have played through and beat once. But i always played through and beat again. They're alternate endings. Um, I have this like full game. Like when's the last time you bought a game and it was all together, all done. No DLC, nothing added in, and it's like so much content like that. You don't get that very often. That's very true. And I feel like if I can buy that game towards the end of its not necessarily at the end of its life cycle, but towards the end of it, when it's like, okay, next game's gonna come out pretty soon, maybe in like you know six months or like a year's announced, you know it's gonna be coming out. I could play this game, enjoy it, and then sit back and relax, and watch it, play the other game
0: because I want to have. I'm tired of fucking DLC. See, the only reason I'm trying to say is pick it up now is because there is so much to do. That when the next stuff normally gets added on unless you're like only playing Grand Theft Auto you won't have time to do it all. You know what I mean? See, but I want that. I want a game where I can't do everything Like, you know uh,
1: my friend he's a YouTuber NFL Sniper he, he just reached Master Prestige on Call of Duty and I'm a big Call of Duty guy and normally i would be the type of guy like, oh I want to be you know 6, seven Prestige but I mean the game only been out for like a month like a month and a half yeah. like why do you want to be Grandmaster Prestige already? Why do you want to beat that? Why do you want to take that away from yourself so soon? People want to you know reach the hero armor and get dark matter and get all this stuff done before the first DLC game comes out Yeah, like I want a full game I want to be able to enjoy this shit for a long time and like stretch it out Same thing with 2K. People are upset that they can't get, you know, Diamond Jordan right now or Diamond cream. Do I think that they should allow us to get them sooner than the very end of the game when no one's playing it? Yes, of course, because no one's going to be playing the game, you know, next November. They're going to be playing the next game. Yeah. But also, I feel like if they gave them to us now, like they did before, they would give us the pink diamond locker codes or the regular diamond locker codes. It ruined the game because you would have these end-all, be-all players just available. Yeah. And people would have, like, you know, two or three of these great players that no one else can really get because they're so rare. Yeah. And they didn't put the work in.
0: Uh, Okay, I agree with that. But, again, if y'all want to make money, (laughs) I'm basically just saying I got a lot of money and we can can share the wealth. Y'all blow some stuff up for me. Y'all get paid. That's all I'm saying. All right? uh also Until Dawn was released pretty late this year Don't Starve Giants Edition made it to the Xbox One as well as Octodad made it to the Xbox One um which I thought was really cool that they are expanding that to other consoles um you had Super Mario Maker uh, being able to craft your own, you know. And you know what's crazy, man? The rest of this list we've talked about. Yeah. We had a podcast when the rest of the list like, really came out. I mean, Super
1: Mario Maker, we were around. And until dawn, we were around. But the rest of the list,
0: like, we we've were... definitely spoke about. Because yeah. Blood Bowl 2, uh, we gave a review of that. PewDiePie got his own game it's on ios and droid it's uh pewdiepie legend of the bro fist um but yeah no we talked about lego no we didn't really talk about lego dimensions that much um but that i mean it's skylanders with legos yeah it's a cool concept i like how they like with legos they can
1: blend all these different genres and different companies like you know, Skylanders is basically just, like, these weird characters, like, these spiral dragon esque you know, little monsters. QC yeah. These type things. And then the is basically just, like, you know, oh, Nintendo. Nintendo stuff. But Lego Dimensions, it can be, you know, a Pit Boy. It can be, you know, a Star Wars, Star Trek. It can be a Scorpion. It can be Gandalf. It can be Harry Potter. It can be, yeah. you know, all these different things because Lego has the rights to yeah. all these different... <clears throat> names and companies, so I feel like LEGO's Dimension, like, games like that in general, I feel like we should start moving towards that too, where, you know, if they want to sell me micro-DLC, tell me that they have a game for me where I can buy the shit that I actually want, and I don't have to use everything. Like, if they told me, oh yeah, the next Call of Duty, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, instead of you using all the guns, you can just buy the ones you want. And you just... Go buy the figurines yeah. that you want, and you can just use them. You don't have to worry about unlocking them. You don't have to worry about, you know. That's how you get me to buy DLC. When you say, okay, you can bypass all of our bullshit, because know you're not going to like everything, and you can just get what you want. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm fine with
0: that. Yeah. Um, but yeah no, we talked about NBA Live before. We've talked about um, uh, 2K16 a lot. Because we both are are gamers for that, um, yeah, man, we've really covered the rest of this list for the most part. All right, well, I have a question.
1: What's up, man? What would you say was the your worst games of twenty fifteen? Worst the worst games you played,
0: man. Um. God, that's a tough one, man. Uh, Mainly because Destiny didn't come out this year, it'd still be my worst of 2015. But, um, God, I really thought this was an amazing year for games. Um, something that I would have pl- honestly, as much as I don't want to say it, I guess it'd have to be Blood Bowl 2. Really, and not because it's the worst game. It's not because it's a bad game. Do not get me wrong; the game was still really fun. But this year, I just, I just thoroughly enjoyed everything, hmm. everything that I was able to get my hands on. And oh, now that I'm thinking about it, the worst game that I personally played. In the year of twenty fifteen, um those two guitar hero live, y'all can Whoa Guitar Hero Y'all can suck a fat fat dick. Um I mean changing the guitar, making me pay to play No, and not like not like how some people are thinking like, Oh no, but you get this like it's like a like a no cash. Cash. Six dollars they were asking for. And that's so you could play unlimited for one day. You had twenty four hours real time. Not twenty four hours gameplay time, twenty four hours real time to play. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like this this year was so much like DLC
1: like microtransactions where it's like taking your money. I, I do feel like one thing they did do that uh, was pretty cool <clears throat> were the stations. So pretty much a guitar hero um, you can pay the $6 to play any song you want for a whole entire 24 hours so you can pick any song, yeah. any song list out of this huge library of songs they have online, this huge database but if you don't want to pay that you can go into these stations and it's like Pandora so it'll say heavy metal or hard rock you know and basically you sit there and you can play along with other people on just random songs you don't yeah. get to choose you don't get to skip you just get to play it and I feel like that was like a cool ass idea like I like that I can just sit down I don't have to spend my money I could play all these songs but and then they have like challenging stuff like that but the plays and the fact that the game shipped with like such a small number of songs so if you don't have internet yeah. which a lot of people don't your, your voice is mute it doesn't matter like yeah. dude, you can't give us money so we don't care yeah Uh, I feel like Rock Band did a much better job about it and they they don't get the credit they deserve because even though the game wasn't as hyped as Guitar Hero I will say that the fact that they gave you all of your old DLC they say well if you bought any Rock Band game from any you know past version of this shit you get it back you get to have it free of charge so if you had every single song if you had Every single rock band DLC song, you would have it now. Yeah. And that, that transferring over is, like, huge. Guitar Hero, it's like, no, nah, fuck you. Yeah, no, Guitar Hero, I'm very upset with them. My, my worst game is a tie between Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 and The Order 1886. And I don't remember if I played the order. It's terrible. And I mean like that was one of the games when you first heard about PlayStation 4, that was one of the games you saw. And we were like, oh, this looks intriguing, you know, it's like, you know, these knights or not even knights. These guys in the steampunk London era, you know, fighting against werewolves. Like I remember watching the trailer when oh, we yeah, yeah, the, yeah, for E3, like yeah. we were like, "Oh, it looks really good." What is this? Yeah, like, yeah. It was intriguing. But now that we get to play this bullshit, it, it's just not. It's just not like it's not anything. I don't understand how you can make us wait so long for bullshit. Like even Call of Duty, they make us wait a whole entire year for more bullshit. <clears throat> but I can still get enjoyment out of the game. Yeah, you know? like, it still functionally works. The shit that's supposed to be cool is cool. The order, when you're fighting against the fucking werewolves, it's not even cool. It's not even fun. It's just, oh, okay. Maybe the first one, yeah, it's like, oh, it's intense. But after that, it's like, you know, you stand still, let them come at you, you dodge, and then you shoot it, and you run away, and do the same thing over and over again. Not to mention the AR is fucking stupid as shit. Your computer teammates, as well as the enemies, so as they're both shooting at nothing. And I mean nothing. It will shoot off into blank space. You're just like it. You realize that you literally took the sixty, what sixty three dollars or whatever the taxes sixty five thirty seven for the state of Kansas sixty five thirty seven. Yeah, and you literally just burned it because you did not <laughs> get it back. Those precious minutes you spent driving to the store, the GameStop, the Game Nut. To buy this shit, looking that person who sold it in your eyes, in in their eyes, and thinking you're going to play a fun game, and they're saying, have a nice day, <laughs> and they don't even realize the bullshit you're experiencing. Yeah, for the most part, they really don't. And then Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 was just, it was trash too, I mean, but that's just on a different level. I mean, when they say the DLC, not a DLC, the pre-order bonus is playing as Little Wayne, Yeah, you know it's going to be bullshit. But then you don't realize how much bullshit it is until you play as Little Wayne, and then you get stuck in the floor. <laughs> you literally just fall through the map. And this isn't a multiplayer game. Like sometimes multiplayer happens like, oh, it's like a server issue. No, it's just a straight game. You'll get stuck in the air. I've just fallen off my skateboard, I'm just going <laughs> straight. You just fall over. There's like nothing. Uh so, so best game in your opinion the best game that I played in my opinion um I gotta break these down to two tiers like the best overall game I played yeah it's probably gonna be The Witcher just because that's like one of the best stories just the company itself like the fact that they don't charge you for DLC they gave you so much content it's like maybe not the same amount as Fallout I'm not sure. I've never really, like, tried to compare the two. But you get so much shit. You get the all these monsters. You get this very deep, immersive world. Free DLC. I feel like that's, like, the best game. But the game I have the most fun playing is probably Mortal Kombat. Just because I'm, like, a huge Mortal Kombat fanboy. And I've played it all year.
0: Yeah. Man, now i got to answer the question. Yeah. Uh... I'm trying to think of something that I man Borderlands handsome collection uh, since it came out for PS4 I mean I was playing the pre-sequel already on the PS3 when it came out uh, and then having the ability to port all my characters over um, but I don't want to just take the cheap way out and just pick you know a game that all of our listeners know I love um man I would probably say best game I've played this year in my opinion of course um man it's Tomb Raider, Rise of Tomb Raider um it's there are moments where it's a little clunky. And there'll be times where I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck? But also... This story is more immersive. Um, this world is more... There's just so much to do. And right now, I'm, I'm still playing through the story, but then um, you unlock credits... That, yes, you can purchase credits if you'd like. But since I can't really play multiplayer or anything, I'm not that worried about it. So, all the credits go towards is buying these packs that adjust the gameplay so you can go through and do, like, challenge modes of, like, how fast can I get through this or how many people can I kill or, you know, all this other stuff. And it thoroughly changes the game. Um and it's Tomb Raider man Uh, you know what you're getting into you know you're getting into some some puzzles a lot of moments of where the fuck do I go Um, but it's between that and Fallout I mean Fallout I've been in almost a constant what the fuck where am I supposed to be going what the fuck am I supposed to be doing mode Um, but, but yeah it'd be between those two yeah. Uh, I don't think Battlefront makes it up there because I think Call of Duty is better, but, I mean, again, personal personal preferences. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I feel like
1: one of the, also one of the worst games of the year was not necessarily it's like, worst game. It's these games. It's these, like, ports. So, you know, you have Call of Duty Black Ops 3. It was made... It was made for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. It was. It was made for these consoles. It was. But people still don't own these things. People, you know... I understand, you
0: know... And it was ported
1: down. It was ported back to PlayStation 3. But and because, the Xbox 360. But because it was made for, you know... These beautiful
0: machines. Yeah,
1: like... You You don't get the same amount of stuff. And I mean, when I, when I say you don't get the same amount of stuff... You don't even get like there is no campaign. Two
0: thirds of the shit like there's no campaign and the shadows of the evil campaign is not there as well. And no giants. There's no zombies at all. No, there's zombies. There's zombies. Yep. Then what map is it? Uh, okay. Like it's still the shadow of evil map, but there is no story to zombies. Huh. There's no cutscenes. There's no, you know, these characters are all trying to do something. It's how many rounds can you go? How many rounds can you go? Um, I'm pretty sure the pack punch is just open for them too. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know. I'm not gonna play it. On I, I, I could
1: have swore like it, I know there's no campaign mode. I know there's like if there is zombies, it's.
0: It's no, there's just no story to the game at all. It really isn't zombies. I mean,
1: basically what it is, is it's multiplayer. Yeah. And I mean, with that, I mean, we would be fine. i will play multiplayer anyways. I'm fine with that. But the fact is. It's, oh God. It's so ugly. Like the look of the game. I had my friend last night say this to me. And it was probably the most real estate in 2015. He says, Black Ops 3 on last gen looks like Play-Doh. And it really does. It looks. Guys. I watched.
0: I watched some stuff on YouTube. Go look it up if you don't know what we're talking about. If you do look it up, uh, I apologize that you listened to me, um, because it's, it's horrible, guys. Uh, it's just butt ugly. Yeah, I mean, is that there was the Batman,
1: uh, Arkham Knight, port to the PC. Yeah. Full of bl- bugs and glitches, just not working correctly. Um. There was a Mortal Kombat port to PC. Oh, there's a Mortal Kombat port to uh, iOS and Android as well. Well, I feel like the phone thing, I can kind of let that slide because it's on your phone. It's like a totally different situation between a phone and a PlayStation. I mean, a PlayStation is like a stripped-down version of a gaming computer. So, I mean, I can see the gaming computer running it better, but, I mean, it just doesn't work. (laughs) Like, I don't get the... And, like, the companies that make these games, they make the game, and they give it off to a totally different company say, okay, you handle the port to the other, you know, consoles. You handle this port. But they just half-ass it. They really do. I feel like that was so much this year where they're, like... We only named, what, a couple? Three? Yeah. But there's probably, like, six, seven games. Like, strong games where you're just, like, yeah, that game was fucked up when they got ported over. And, like, it's just half-ass, half-assing it on the companies actually making the game side and also I feel like the whole entire deadline thing where it's yeah. like this game has to be out this certain amount of time. I mean, uh, Mortal Kombat X didn't even make it to last year. <clears throat> it no, was, it was canceled. It was supposed to come out in like December yeah, they and canceled they canceled it. it. They were just like, fuck it, we're not going to do this. And it's just, it's half, it's just, laziness honestly and i just hopefully that is something that does not continue to go because i mean with this you know current gen last gen situation this is probably the longest it's gone on where it's like we're really in between yeah and they're really gonna start like ripping people away from their last gen consoles it's already starting to happen with these ports Call of Duty was the most blatant one. <laughs> <laughs> they just said, fuck it. You're not getting anything. You better buy a new console. So I'm pretty sure next year, people ain't not hit with some fucking heat. It's going to be like Madden's It's going to be like, yeah, we're not doing last year." It's going to be like the big dog games that are just like, no, we're not. Yeah. I mean, 2K's port to PlayStation 3 was terrible, too. But that's just because the game itself is like low-key terrible. Yeah.
0: Well... That's going to do it for us this week. As you can tell, we're not bitching at you guys for no comments. Mainly because we don't have time for you guys to comment. Um, I will be gone on the 19th. So, right before this comes out, I leave. Uh, So, we will be back. uh, Let's see. I will be back in time to record and post live in studio the same day it gets recorded and all that uh on the 27th so two weeks and then uh that'll be the last podcast of 2015 from us uh years coming to a close um and next episode we just kind of want to talk about what we've been able to establish with you guys um I didn't mention it on last week's podcast with Jesus and Abriel. I know I said it wrong. Um, we had thirty eight hundred listeners last, or I guess two weeks, or no, last week from when this is put out, um, which is huge, man. That's 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 a lot. I looked at our stats. Um maybe it's SoundCloud not telling me things correctly or fuck everybody outside of the city of Los Angeles (laughs) Um, it is strictly Los Angeles showing us love Um, and when we come back in 2016 I'm going to have some news for the people of Los Angeles that are listening I want to thank you guys so much Um, but that's going to do it for us today Because I'm Dom, and I'm Chris, and we got got
1: next.